we enter into another time of change, another time where what we expect to happen may come true or may not. We are entering into, in just a little over, a little under two days, a new month, the month of October. And we enter into the new season of autumn, where we expect, even though I read the news and no, we're not getting what I wished for, we expect that the weather at night is going to be colder. It's not. It's going to be 80 all week. Yay. <laughs> Father Andy's just so excited. And we expect that we're going to be preparing for different things. We have different events coming up. You're going to be preparing for your midterms. You're going to be preparing to go home for breaks. You'll be preparing for Thanksgiving. If you're going to, for some reason, stay on campus over your uh, mid-semester break, you know, you can come down to St. Mary's and help out with our spaghetti dinner. Great fun. Good food. I wasn't able to be there last year. I can't be there this year. But hey, you know, go in my stead. So you're preparing. You're going to be preparing for Christmas. And some people, for some reason, already want to put their Christmas decorations up. If you do that, God bless you because there is a special place in hell for you. <laughs> Christmas doesn't happen until the 25th. But my house will be decorated soon. So... We are preparing. We're always in a time of preparation. We're doing, getting ready for something. And in our liturgical season, in our liturgical year, we're preparing right now. We're preparing for the end of this liturgical year, which ends with Christ the King Sunday and that last week of ordinary time. And at the end of that time of preparing for the end, we enter into a new season, a season of Advent, a season focused on preparation. And that preparation we do during those four weeks of Advent is for Christmas, to prepare our hearts and our homes for the coming of Christ. Now, he's already come to us as an infant once. He's not going to come to us that way again. He will come back to us as a king. And so as we're doing this preparing... We're waiting for a king. And what does it say that our scripture from the past few weeks and will for the rest of our time of preparation convict us to? It convicts us to look at our lives, to prepare our lives for the coming of Christ the king. This time he's not going to come innocently. This time he's not going to come quietly. We have to be ready but we don't know when he will show. We aren't to be like the people of Zion, complacent, comfortable. The Lord is going to come to make us uncomfortable. He's going to push us out of our shells. He's going to break that mold and make us something new. The Lord is going to call us out of who we are today into something greater tomorrow. But that's not just going to happen magically. There's no magic wands. There's no easy way. It's going to take work. It's going to take preparation. Someone was complaining recently in a neighboring parish that, Father, you're just being too mean. These readings are being too harsh. You need to pick softer, kinder readings. That's not the point of the scripture. 
It's not just to say everything's going to be sunshine and roses. It's not. We all have to suffer. But there is a other side. There is another side to the suffering that we face. We aren't to be like the unnamed rich man in our gospel today. We are to be the one that steps out and reaches to our brothers and sisters in need. We are to be the one that shines a light to those in need. Because you see, this man whom continued even after his death to treat this man Lazarus like a slave. He didn't feed him when he was there at his doorstep. He's telling Abraham to send Lazarus to cool his tongue. I hate to break it to you, but if we end up on the wrong side of that chasm, there's no cooling of a tongue. There's no comfort there. But you see, we have an opportunity. We aren't like the unnamed rich man where he is done for eternity. He is gone for eternity. We have an opportunity because you're all alive. I think you're awake. We have an opportunity to change our lives, to turn back to Christ, to commit ourselves to him, his great love and his great mercy. St. Paul says to Timothy, who was a priest in the early church, be a man that pursues righteousness. Be a person that pursues righteousness. Pursue devotion, faith. Love, patience, gentleness. Compete well for the faith. Lay hold of eternal life to which you were called when you made the noble confess in the presence of many witnesses. We have been given a great task. We have been given a great responsibility. But we must be ready. We must prepare ourselves now for we don't know when he will call us. Now, it's no surprise, there's no way in God, under God's green earth, on God's green earth, that I would ever be running a marathon. I like cake way too much. And sitting on my couch and doing nothing, yes, it's bad, I know, I need to lose weight, that's besides the point. But, they tell me that if you want to compete in a marathon, you have to prepare. Because if you don't, you're not going to make it through. But is that easy? Can you prepare just by sitting at home and eating that cake? If so, then I'm going to win the next triathlon here. No. It takes hard work. It takes patience. It takes love. It takes mercy. It's not something that we can get just from ourselves. It's not something that we can just take for ourselves. It's something that we have to ask the Father for. And so we have to prepare ourselves. Yes, the readings might seem difficult. Yes, they might seem unfair. Why do I have to suffer? Why do I have to go through this? There's no good answer other than the fact that he did for us. He suffered and died for us. Let us take comfort and solace in the fact that the Lord is calling us 
today, when we're alive, when we can make that change. Let us take solace in the fact that the Lord is calling each and every one of us by our names, not like the unnamed man, the unnamed wealthy man. We are called by name to come to him every moment of the day. Let us turn to Christ now and every day of our lives to prepare our hearts, to prepare our homes for his second coming.